What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Team Chat Podcast, a video game show. I am one of your hosts, Jarrett Wilson, joined across the table by my co-host, Rachel Mogan. Buongiorno. Buongiorno to you as well. How are you this fine day? Sore. Really? Over the weekend, one of my friends who's been doing personal training for like three years, Mm -hmm. I finally took her to my gym with me and I was like, teach me how to use all these really intimidating machines that I don't (laughs) know what to do with. Thank God it was a Saturday and no one else was there. So she taught me how to do all of these like, because I have exactly zero upper body strength so she taught me how to do a bunch of like basic maneuvers that i can start building up some muscles and i'm out of shape jared yeah no i'm with you i'm feeling you on that too uh because we on saturday went i'm also feeling the effects of some of some work and working out and whatnot because saturday we went on a hike that was only supposed to be 2.8 miles somehow we drug it out to 4.2 4.2 something. So we like a doubled it. Standard almost. mosey for me, but okay, go well, on. Well, <laughs> but it was very hilly. It was oh, very yeah, up yeah, and down. Yeah. Lots of big rocks to step over, creeks to go across. Where it were was, you? Uh, we went to Turkey Creek Basin. Oh, I'm actually. It's out not by sure. Imalong State Park. It's like right before the ancient suit. It was a very nice trail. You should check it out. But uh, yeah, a lot of up and down, a lot of uh, trail crossing and stuff. So pretty pooped by the time we were done. Well, uh, we need to stop playing so many video games. (laughs) (laughs) But we can't, Mogan, because we're in the number one, the highest point of the year right now for video games coming out. And we're going to talk about one of those big ones today here at Team Chat Podcast, where you can listen to us talk about the games we love, the games we hate, and everything in between. New episodes come out on Thursdays, and you can listen to those on podcast services around the worldwide web and you can also watch a video version of each episode over on our youtube channel links for all that are in the description below find us on social media at facebook twitter and instagram and you can join our discord server where we have a lot of great conversations about video games and non-video game related topics when we're not here recording the show and finally if you'd like to support the show and make us bigger and better just like my face id won't work to unlock my note here <laughs> it goes just deep. like elise f super saiyan ace zach s mariah s susan m james k ben w michael b fuchsia rascal andrew m michael s brandon and brandon w have done and gone over to patreon.com slash team chat podcast Mogan's coffee is a little too hot. Oh, yeah, and it was she's a little just, too hot. And she's also just shocked by how many people's names are on that list. Thank That's you all. That's what very it was. Much. I didn't just take a hot drink of coffee. <laughs> Thank you very much, everybody. But uh, you can head over to patreon.com slash team chat podcast where as for as little as a dollar a month, you can support the show. In return, we'll give you cool perks like getting the episodes early before their general two Thursday release. Still to getting used to Close that one. Call. <laughs> uh, access to a private channel on our Discord server, the Rogues Gallery, as well as early access to if we do something early, you get it early. You also have special uh, emotes that you can use on our Exclusive. Discord channel as well. It's exclusive yeah. ones. So uh, some a lot of great little benefits that we're giving and looking into adding more all the time. But if you can't do that, no big deal at all. We totally understand. And there are other great ways that you can support the show, such as telling your friends, writing us reviews, following us and subscribing wherever you listen to or watch the show and enjoy our content. So, But to each and every one of our listeners, viewers, and patrons alike, we love you. Thank you for being here. Heart emojis. I didn't forget this time. You didn't. I, I was You're mild, on top of I it. I was mildly paying attention. <laughs> a rarity for me. Yeah. Not, not a rarity. <laughs> okay, is it? Am That's I true. Ever you you also say that you phase out a pay, lot. I phase out intros. the whole time. <laughs> I ask you so many like deep, personal, hard hitting yeah, questions, and, and you just, and you're, it's, I'm just met with a stare. Yeah, I'm just like looking vaguely over your for shoulder. Me to keep going. I really, my eyes typically <laughs> land on one of your, what I assume is a Star Wars gun. Yep. And yeah, it's like it's the Han Solo's blaster. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Han, that, uh, that's what I said. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I was just yeah. <laughs> providing the subtitles. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> 
But anyway, we got a great show coming up because we like uh, video viewers. You may have seen the hint that we are talking about this uh, beautiful video game coming up here soon. Horizon Forbidden West. Our first impressions. Aloy here, little statue got set up because we're featuring a uh, nice little trend continuing from last week. We and had this Vincent is, Valentine. Yeah. This week we got Aloy. Even though, yeah, we really weren't talking about Final Fantasy or Dirge of Cerberus, but, but he kind of fit the theme. <laughs> today, though, definitely fits the yeah, theme. Yeah, fits the theme. But we're also doing a little bit of a change up this week. Going to test around with a little bit of switch with our content in that. We're going to save the moment of Mogan until later. We're, we're going to jump right last. into yeah, the we just, juicy We just really want to talk about it. Right now. Because, yeah, we just can't contain our excitement anymore. Yep. And I can't contain my excitement to be able to hear your thoughts on this. Because, ladies and gentlemen, regardless of the slander that Mogan has been strewing about on the Twitter and the Discord uh, about how I'm supposedly he's forcing, forcing he's her to play forcing Horizon me. Forbidden West, <laughs> could not be further from the truth. And I have the receipts to back it I'm up. I'm pretty sure that I bought it <laughs> after you. And now I think I'm ahead of you. Yes. At least in terms of hours, maybe yes. not game progress, like story wise, but hours wise. I think I, I think I'm ahead. But I'll just, <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just clearing the air. Because, like, I didn't say a word to you about, like, so, hey, you should play this game. Because I knew pressure. you didn't play the first one. Like, if you actually go back to the Discord <laughs> chat, I'm the one that's like, hey, I think I should buy a rock. Exactly. <laughs> that's what I mean. <laughs> and now here it's we are. for the show. Just, I know. I'm just kidding. But, like, I now, but now here we are. I've seen you now been yes. playing it for several hours. And now I just, I just can't wait. Because I know you didn't play the first yeah, game. Uh, so you're jumping into Aloy's adventure here with the second yeah, let's dive in. Let's get into our first impressions. Now, I will just let everybody know this is a very new, very big game. So we're not really going to be talking even, story stuff. I mean, we're going to talk about a some little of bit the, at the beginning. beginning intro story stuff. And I will have questions and or commentary based on what I have gleaned from the first game right. story. Okay. So there's no way around it. We're going to be talking about major story stuff from the first game that is also introduced in the prologue right. of Horizon Forbidden West. But I'm more talking about yeah. Forbidden West story. No, it's not like we're going to be no. spo- spoiling in like story beats and everything. This is mainly our time to be, to be like, we've had this many hours into the beginning of it. We're talking about yeah. how we, what we think of it so far. Uh, but yeah, so I'm, I'm just going to throw it right to you right off. Cause I just, I just can't wait anymore. I have, I've resisted so hard to ask you what you think so far. And I just got to know. So what do my, you think so far? My first thing is actually a question okay. because I want to know about this in comparison to horizon zero dawn. Uh, how, heavy were the exploration factors in zero dawn they were pretty heavy like i i knew there were there were lots of different collectibles you could find i believe they're in this one too like i want to say like there are metal flowers that you can find that are just like okay. these display these things that you can different find in different places there's obviously like uh data documents and like uh data modules and stuff to like get like the books and whatnot so there to get was background. all kinds of optional non-necessary explorative stuff that you could have just oh, gone yeah, yeah, off yeah. and done endless side it's, quests. it's very it was first game was very open world Jared, just like this you one should have led with that if you had told me that horizon zero dawn <laughs> was basically just breath of the wild i would have been like oh okay okay so here's the thing here's the thing after playing you this one no no no, no. Okay. i don't think i did because i don't think at that point i had played uh, either breath of the wild or this other game that i think it, uh, it closely aligns with um, but now playing Forbidden West, I was like, oh my God, I should have made it's, a stronger case. It's Breath of the Wild. It's I Breath mean, of the Wild tied with Monster Hunter. It is. Yeah. It's the two of them combined. And when I'm saying it's Breath of the Wild, that is very, very high praise. Yeah. I love Breath of the Wild. They are obviously radically different games. But my very first impressions of Horizon Forbidden West, after I got through all the fucking tutorial stuff. Got like, to with a big game I know. Like, this. like, yeah, through all the tutorial crap. Um, and it really started to open up and I was able to just sort of go wherever I I want. I am having the Breath of the Wild 
wild experience again, sort of. Not quite in the same way because it's a little bit less whimsical <laughs> than sure, Breath sure, of sure. the Wild. But it, it's uh, a very... Uh, well, it, it's, I'd say Breath of the Wild is a little more whimsical. Oh, no, that's what I'm saying. Oh, I'm okay. Saying, I'm oh, saying okay. The sorry, sorry, sorry. Less whimsical I, I got them yeah, mixed yeah. up. Sorry. And you know I'm a big fan of the whimsy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's a little bit less whimsical and fantastical than Breath of the Wild, but it's very, very addictive. I have yeah. for sure been... I, I, purchased it on Saturday. It took three hours to install on my PS4 because it was a big honking file. Mm -hmm. So um, as soon as it downloaded and I got home from somewhere, I don't know where I was, uh, I think I played for at least... So Saturday night, I played for maybe two hours, sure. maybe two to three hours, and honestly, I was not sold. When it oh, first really? started, I was like... I don't know about this because it, it just wasn't clicking yet. I was like, I'm kind of bored. Okay. I was a little bored during the beginning. I didn't really care about most of the story stuff that was happening. And I frankly found it annoying that so many people from Aloy's past kept showing up and being like, like immediately oh, showing like up, immediately yeah. showing up and being like, Hey, so you like abandoned us and we're sad. And I'm like, which, Fuck off. which I gotta be honest. I did not remember the ending of forbidden uh, of uh, zero dawn being that abrupt that she just like pieces out like that. Yeah. I didn't remember. I It was in my plan to be able to, to try to replay Zero Dawn before this one came out. Just didn't happen. And so like I They're was a two little... two very big games, yeah. Jared. We've I mean, got stuff to do. Well, I know, but I was going to very much... I, I platinumed Forbidden uh, Zero... Jesus, that's going to be hard this episode. Well, this, one, to say this the right is Fievel Goes West, and the other one is... <laughs> is a, is, is a, a, an American tale. An American <laughs> tale. They're very different experiences. Very true. <laughs> one is depressing. The other is lighthearted and whimsical. <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, the in Zero Dawn... I did not remember that and everything. And I platinum zeroed on. And so I, I was, I knew that if I did go back, it would literally just be a quick zip through the story. Yeah. Probably play it on easy. Just like go through oh, it. Yeah. But, um, so I, I didn't remember that, but I do it, that part. And this is a slight story. So basic premise. Let's, I guess let's go into the basic. Yeah, premise. we probably should. This literally does take place. It appears right after the, the events or very shortly following. I the think events. somebody said six months. Okay. I think okay. it takes place up. Approximately six months after Post the end Zero of Dawn. Zero Dawn. Got it. So, uh, and basically, Aloy's still out there and discovers that the threat that they thought they'd ended in Zero Dawn is still very much present, yeah. just in a different place. Yes. And, uh, and is still wreaking havoc, and she is still trying to save Earth because it looks like it's, again, Earth is on a crash course for the Apocalypse 3.0, yeah. 2.0, whatever at this point, because we've had the Ice Age, whatever killed out the old Earth. Exactly. And then here we go again. I mean, dinosaurs. we can talk so about, about that Apocalypse stuff. 4 5. Yeah, because that's all lore from the first game, right? I know. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. But no, I, I just mean like in general Earth history. Yeah, like we've in general already had, We've already yes. had several apocalypses. So this is just I think the next that, one. Um, <laughs> there, so this has all been really helpful information for me because I love futuristic sci-fi, especially when it gets so far into the future that our modern society has destroyed itself somehow yeah. or just fallen to the wayside. And there was a long period of nothingness and then new societies rose out of it. Very Conan the well, Barbarian. But, but it's also very like, I, I love how they have like these bits of technology. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. But then there's also like this, like the fact that the people and, the, it, and it's just, I, that's what, one of the things I love about the atmosphere and the setting of Zero Dawn Forbidden West is just that you have these Primitive yet advanced cultures, like yeah. older culture, in a, or un, or less. They're very I new. Would say. They're, they're okay. new, and but then like coexisting besides these very obviously technologically yeah. advanced machines and remnants of a vast technological right. age. And I really, really, really uh, me too. Like it's a cool uh, 
combination. Yeah, it is. So the gist for anybody that isn't familiar with Zero Dawn, and I'm just going to say it because I feel like all of this stuff, if I had kind of known more about it, I would have been like, yeah, I'm super interested Man, I'm in sorry. I, <laughs> I, let, I feel I let you and the game down. I mean, I just, I, I could have <laughs> looked into this myself and I just never bothered to because I my interest level in Zero Dawn was so low. Just I was nothing. just like, yeah. Because what, what I knew about it was, person with bow and arrow cool everybody mm-hmm. likes that and then robot dinosaurs and i was like mm, lost me there yeah kind of yeah. lost me at the robot dinosaurs but what i now understand is that so at approximately after the year 2059 more or less mm-hmm. and i'm basing that on a data point from uh forbidden west yep. where somebody specifically mentions like oh yeah we're gonna launch this giant space probe in 2059 which is only a couple of years away and then shit went to hell so in approximately 2059 Earth, uh, a like a bunch of machines, I think, go crazy in something called the Doom. Because what happens? Plague? What happened is that uh, Pharaoh Industries, led by Ted Pharaoh, yes, Pharaoh Industries, Pharaoh Industries. Thank I you. don't know which one. It is. Uh, he, no, I think you're right. It's actually oh, okay. Pharaoh. Um, he created these machines that basically, at one point, went rogue, could not be controlled anymore by human. Uh, by human controllers. Killer robots. And basically their function is that, and then they started destroying and consuming biomatter to be able to fuel themselves. um, Like military grade. So they're virtually indestructible war machines. That just started killing everything. Everything. To consuming it to become their own fuel. So obviously the earth was destroyed. Yes. They put systems in place to be able to bring the Earth back, and that's where Aloy and like all of this other stuff come into yeah, play. Yeah, so that comes from an advanced terraforming technology that somebody from the before time created, and that's kind of how we got like a reboot. Right. Earth got a soft Gaia reboot. Is what yeah, it's Gaia. So Gaia is this like magical, mystical AI that managed to recreate Earth, and then in the events of the first game, there was a virus. Is that how you would describe Hades? Hades was another component because they another they've um, they've there were like all these different AI subsystems that were supposed to help rebuild the Earth. Gaia being like the big terraforming one and kind of like the overall one. Then there were other parts to it. Um, I think Apollo like one of them, like history. Yes, and stuff. because that one was destroyed. That was the kind of be the one that like okay here's how here's your base system. And then Apollo was like here's how you. F- Here's how you do all the things. Yeah. But somebody destroyed that one, so like you don't have it. So like that's why the the, the people of Earth aren't back up to where they were at the point of when the apocalypse occurred. And that's why they know so little exactly. about what they call the ancient ones. Exactly. So it's it's like there's these different pieces of it. Hades was one of those pieces, and I don't remember what his main function is, but now he's just creating like, chaos. Yeah, it sounds like the whole purpose of Hades is to destroy shit. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what it what it is. So, uh, so yeah, so it's now you're on this next part of your quest, trying to figure this out, and in the course of that, you discover you have to go outside of the Sundom, which is like the main area where you've been in the first game and everything, and now you're going to have to move into the Forbidden West, because yes. that's where you feel the threat of Hades is now going. Yeah, so at the events of the first game's end, I gather Aloy thought that Hades was like destroyed, taken care of, totally resolved. Turns out that is not the case. It has instead been sort of preserved in a way and taken west. Yes. So she's like, well, fucking shit. <laughs> so the most immediately visible effect of Hades in the world is that the terraforming system is kind of out of control. Yeah. Which means that there's this, th- what do they call it? The um, Contamination blight. The, the, blight. the blight. Yeah, they I call think, it the yeah. blight. It's like this red weird, uh, not, not fungal. It's like an ivy yeah, or like it's a, like a vine a, growth. Yeah, it's just something. like this red poisonous yeah. ivy or vines that's like going all around the land and just basically destroying agriculture, mm-hmm. which 
everybody needs to survive because they're not at an advanced state where they can find other ways to create food. Yeah. So if they wind up starving to death, they will all be dead again. So like guy is <laughs> out of control. It's destroying everything. And Aloy has to figure out how to fix it once again. Yep. So she's headed out west and she like has to just go through all of these people. So yeah, that's what I was saying. Let's <laughs> let's circle this back around to where we were circle in that like you were getting frustrated in that yes. you were running into all these people who were basically like, "Man, you left us really fast." Yeah, and I was just annoyed with it because it kept it was the same conversational plot point again and again and again of people talking to Aloy and being like, "Hey, you disappeared. What was up with that?" And yeah. she has to explain it again and again and again. And I'm like, "Bitch, I fucking heard you <laughs> the first five times. I don't need to hear it again." <laughs> yeah, but I like too that she's also not like super uh, direct. That it's all like very vague in her thing. She's like, I just gotta go do this, yeah, and everybody's just like, Well, that's really fucking annoying. We'd yeah. really like you to be here because you know you <laughs> saved our asses. And I also like, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I like Aloy. I don't love her because I do find it very annoying that she won't just tell people what's happening. And she's like, very, she yeah. is very blunt. She's very dry, and she's but she very, also loves to avoid what's actually yeah. happening. She definitely is very aloof in a sense. It's like she doesn't want the title and people like calling her savior or like in all this other stuff and like the savior of the world but like she also acts like she's the only one who can do things. and she says it many many times yeah. she's very like i can't have allies it's too dangerous right and that like archetype of a personality has always been so annoying to me i'm like get off just your, just help just get, get people to help get off your high horse yeah. they can help in some way who do you think you're buying all your weapons well for? i mean she's also <laughs> she's all i mean i'm sure later on in the story oh, yeah, for like sure. well, there will be some like she's like i can't do it all myself yeah and they're got, gonna and, like, have, to have like the, the my learning. friends are my power exactly <laughs> So, you know, I know we're going to get that. Um, yeah. But so what point then did it did it start clicking for you where you're like, oh, OK, when I see I, what this is. When I kind of started to get past all of the people from the past. So like when you left Meridian? When I No, not when I left Meridian, oh, because you okay. still meet quite a few people in and around Chain Scrape. Mm. There's Petra. Oh, then Petra's you run great. across Erend. Yep. And then and. I think maybe you meet a couple other people that Aloy vaguely knows, but they don't appear her appear to be her super good friends. Yeah. So after chain scrape, kind of like in and around chain scrape, and then really kind of when I started to get out of it and get through all that story. Oh, stuff, interesting. I was like, okay, now this game is fun. So that's interesting. I'm just now. So I, you think you've played what? What were you saying here? About ten hours? You I think? think I have played at least 10 hours because okay. I've been playing a lot like the kind of gaming session where your butt kind of starts to hurt <laughs> and you're like oh my god I need to get up this is not good for me well I mean I think we can just end it right there this episode right there because that's the perfect Review, first impression of this my game butt hurts my from butt hurt from playing it too much I had a nice round butt now it's flat <laughs> now I have a flat butt <laughs> gotta go but, do squats at the uh, gym <laughs> That, but, that should be the new rating system. How many squats to fix your flat butt <laughs> is it going to take for this game? <laughs> oh, man. That'll be 5,000 squats. That's, ama that's amazing. <laughs> that should definitely be our new rev our review metric. How many squats? How many squats to fix flat butt? <laughs> Earlier in the week in our Discord, it was seafood cuisine. Now it's now it's, uh, it's a Now butt it's flat squats. butt syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> flat butt syndrome. <laughs> My FPS oh, is acting up today. I've been keeping too long. <laughs> 
Oh, oh shit. boy. Anyways. But, okay, so you've been playing about 10 hours. I've only been playing, I think I only got, yeah, because you're right, you've actually uh, passed me. I'm like at seven hours. Have you made it to Baron Light? I did. Okay. That's where I actually just got. All right. Because I, I've been, I went to, I went to Chainscrape, the first place outside Meridian yes. that you get to, and I had just been doing, I know I'm going to platinum this game already. Yeah. So I'm already laying the foundation. I don't care how long this game takes me. Oh, yeah. I, like, kind of the thing. Uh, because I can already tell even some dis... I'll get to that in a second. But basically, I don't care, so I'm already laying the groundwork. So I got to chain scrape. I did all, like all the side quests. All I the found stuff. all yeah. the question marks that I could go to and Me do too. in that area. Then I'm like, cool, I got it, which I always love because here I am dirt around doing all these things and Aloy and all of her conversations like, I really gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> Every conversation, like she meets her old friend Petra, right? Yeah. And Petra's like, "Oh yeah, let's go have a beer." And Aloy's like, "No, sorry, I gotta, I gotta go. go save the world." And but then, then I still like, wouldn't go have that a beer. beer. Would have taken fifteen minutes, and then I just spent three hours <laughs> climbing a <laughs> random mountain over there just because I was like, "Looks tall, want to climb? Want to see what's up there? I want to no, see exactly. what's up there." That's what I'm doing. So yeah, yeah. and then uh, and then I was kind of like mad at myself too because of like on uh friday night when it came out or i did play thursday like i waited until it unlocked so i could play at least a little bit uh before i went to bed friday i had a shoot that day and so like it got to friday night and i'm just exhausted yeah so like i was trying to stay up late and play it it got to like 11 30 and this happened again saturday night too because we did that long hike and it got to like 11 30 and i'm sitting there in dialogue cutscenes going Oh my God, oh, Jared. I gotta wake up. Or just like feeling like, oh, I'm losing, I'm losing focus because I'm getting sleepy. I should have brought you those fancy four locos that man, I got. Yeah, I know. <laughs> They're good. Are they? Okay, yeah. yeah I'll, but just, man, I'll try those out. I did feel a little crazy after drinking, <laughs> but I was like, I've never had this sensation before. What's going on? <laughs> Oh, um, but yeah, so uh, so I only got to like seven hours, but yeah, I just got to blo- to the next big uh, place. Uh, what, what? Barren Light. Barren Light, yeah. thank you. So the gist of Aloy getting west is that there are many blockers in her path, the most immediate one being a rival um, culture called the Tanakh. Yes. So the the Sundom, the Karja, yes. that's, that's who they are. First of all, quick aside, I've already got a peak husbando identified oh, obviously I knew, uh, I knew who it would be you, why didn't you put this in your review Jared of the first game <laughs> why didn't you mention that Sun King Avad was such a husbando right he <laughs> really is so when I first met him there's like that woman and her son kind of trailing along with him so I was mm-hmm. like oh he's taken and then come to find out he's that's not. not his wife and son those are some other random people from like a the, I think it's his like it's his, his brother's brother. wife yes because more stuff from the first game that I didn't know. So apparently there was a guy before King of Odd called the Mad Sun. That was King. his. That was his, his father. His father. So I think okay. this. This is like that's actually technically like his. It's his mother-in-law. Yes, okay. and his uncle. Oh. Then I guess. Oh. Itaman, the little kid. Oh, oh my God! Yeah. Yeah. Oh right? Jesus! Isn't that how that would go? I think so. Yeah. I mean, Ooh. unless they're following the typical like lineage. Of, yeah, of I, our oh, I, <laughs> current monarchies. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> but <laughs> so, anyway, so but yes. yeah. The point is, there was somebody else ruling the Karja. He was batshit crazy. He was a warring guy. He raided all of these outlying uh, different tribes, I guess you would yeah, call them. Yeah, uh, because the people in Chainscrape are Osaram. That's yes, the, that's they're, the, they're that Osaram. tribe. So the Tanakh are one of the people that the Mad Sun King was raiding, but they're a warrior culture, so they were like, bitch, you thought. Yeah. And they fought them back all the way to Baron Light. So 
the Tanakh's territory is basically a massive blocker between Aloy and just the nebulous the West. Right. So the first kind of big hurdle she has to do is find a way to safely pass into Tanakh territory without them just killing her on sight. Sure. So that's kind of the basis for the initial story beats of the first potentially 10 to 15 hours that you oh, will yeah. play of this game. And I have to admit... Aside from the people from your past whose conversation, except for Avad, love that conversation, everything about sure. it. I love that like at the end of your conversation with Avad, because I was like, oh yeah, this king dude, he seems pretty all right. Didn't really start to pick up until like a few conversational points in that he's like, so. Uh, you want to come live with me I mean, in my uh, palace? Yeah, like maybe you can stay like <laughs> He really kind of does phrase it that way. He's like, I mean, I was hoping you might stay in the palace for a while. <laughs> kind of like, have some wine. I mean, you know, maybe just... we could go and get to know each other better. He totally has Compare a... our flat butts. <laughs> he totally has a huge crush on Aloy. And I was like, this is the cutest shit I've ever right? seen in my life. Like when a lot of the times characters like that who are like in charge, they wind up being total assholes. Avad's just a cool, chill guy. Right? He doesn't even want to be king. No. He's like, no, actually, when Itaman gets to be of age, I'm going to let him take the throne because I don't really want it. I yeah. never had designs on that, which would make me perfect for going adventuring around with you after you he want comes to age. Buddy. <laughs> you want a traveling buddy. <laughs> What a cute conversation. I loved that one. And a lot of the other people that you can talk to who sort of go into new, new story territory, sure. like um, at the Tanakh embassy, we'll call it. There's like this point where you're talking to the Tanakh and their marshals. And there's this... Probably haven't gotten this I haven't got here yet, but that's okay. Never mind. I'll just say that there's this guy that you meet, and he has a, a very long but really interesting conversation that you can just go the whole way through. Mm -hmm. The annoying point about that conversation is it's so long that it keeps pausing the conversation for Aloy to be like, go on, or I've heard enough. It's like, commit. Commit oh. to the conversation. <laughs> I don't want to have to manually hit that right. I want to continue the conversation. Just yeah. keep talking. So there's a lot of interesting conversations that you can have with various people, and I really like how much just crazy effort they must have put into that. Right. I was going to bring that up oh as an aside. God. Like we should talk about yeah. that. How good those like dialogue scenes How are. How good the dialogue scenes are, not just in the, the fact that it's interesting dialogue, yeah. it's well written, but in how well acted it is. And like the, the uh, I, again, I know you're on PS4 the and I'm on PS5. I don't know like how much difference yeah. there is yet, but I don't think it's really that much. No. Um, yeah. Their facial expressions, animations, and just the, they're not just like blank slates that they put a new face on each time. They're very each lively. one is there is a different, yeah. is a legit new character, different person, different personality. Yeah. The only people that are kind of repeats, cause I've seen at least a couple of the same pub woman who's yeah. drunkenly wandering around. Like obviously the non important. Right. I'm NPCs. talking about like the main people the that you're main talking NPCs, to. NPCs, like even just different shopkeepers. Yeah. They all look really different and they all have wildly different facial features and different body types. Mm -hmm. And it's just incredible. The amount of effort that they must've put into planning all of that out recording all of those voice lines yeah. for each different scenario that you could kind of go in for any of those and then actually acting them out and animating them. So the amount of effort that went into the narrative points of the game is truly astonishing. Well, and they even like, I even had that same thought with the first game. Yeah, I'm sure. Like, like, like now I, that I've I remember the first seen one, it, I'm like, I bet this was the same in the first game. You could game. go back to the first game and like, I know there would be some like graphical quality that differences that you would notice, but 
good God, it's still an amazingly beautiful game. You should like, if you like this one enough, I, I think you should go back to zero dawn at some point, but that was, but still though, I had the exact same thought again with this one. Like after the first dialogue scene, I was like, good God. It's so like not cinematic scene, just like here you're like yeah, just having a, a typical scenes. gameplay conversation. I was like, it was like, but out of the level of a cinematic, yeah. And, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, and so it was just that again, blew me away. And I was like, how cool that that happens twice, you know, that you were able to like have, make it so well done that I, that the same thought hits me again for the same, for the sequel of the game, you know, that I was yeah. like, geez, this looks really fucking good. It looks incredible. Um, and it, and it plays very well. So a couple of notes, this is going to be really similar to some things, to, to, to some feedback that I had about Kana Bridge of Spirits. Sure. I suspect that this is just for the PS4 version. For the most part, the graphics are extremely beautiful. Everything runs really well. I'm not noticing all this. So in, in Kana, I obviously had a lot of stuttering yeah. in areas that were really asset heavy. All of Horizon is asset heavy, and I have seen no stuttering. They've got that thing. Like, yeah. So in terms of how smooth the gameplay is, it runs beautifully. However, I <laughs> I actually had a really funny one today. So I was walking up to like this sort of fortress looking place, mm -hmm. and it was somewhere that I hadn't been before. And there was a big wall, and then I was kind of looking up into the sky, and there was this thing floating in the sky, and I was like, "What is that?" It was a man. <laughs> and, and when I got close enough to the place for him to render where he belonged, he just kind of dropped oh, like onto really the funny. wall and like to his standing spot. And I was like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so there are a couple of weird little little visual uh, glitches like that. And occasionally, and I noticed this more with the formal cutscenes. Mm -hmm. There will be this split second where you can tell that a texture has not yet rendered in. Sure. So like with dirt, if it's a cut scene, like it might go to the dirt and it just appears to be smooth sand and then bam, it'll render. And then it's actually like real ground. Yeah. So there's definitely a few instances of textures just not rendering in immediately. It takes them a hot second to kind of populate in. And a couple of weird lighting things, mm. just when I'll be like looking at something and my view will not change. And then all of a sudden the lighting changes because the game kind of realizes like oh shit i'm supposed to adjust this i did see something about from gorilla that they apparently did have to put out a fix to fix something with lighting it was like a shimmering oh, issue or something okay. like that so maybe that got maybe that, that was fixed they said it. you have to like you have to download you have to quit the game for the download to uh to update to oh, update I itself and then you have to like the restart the game again I've after just been you do putting you it like in the mode <laughs> okay so and that should fix it so yeah, that maybe that will fix that problem but yeah. i will say i did also notice tiny little instances just tiny ones like I was talking to this one time that I noticed it was I was talking to a guy who was standing in front of a of a, a tent and the the side of the tent was blowing in the wind. Some of the like threading texture and it was only because it was like close up. It is the only reason I noticed this. Some of the threading texture was like going in behind the 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 tent tapestry, then in front of it as it was blowing in the wind. Yeah. So like a little bits of things, but again, but like things so that are minor, so small that mostly it's just like a fun little like, hey, look at that like, guy floating <laughs> in the air. Yeah, that's, that's hilarious. Funny. Like, yeah, no, that that makes me laugh. About it. Yeah. So it's um, nothing that is bad in the sense that it takes you so far out of the game that you can't still play it. Oh yeah. Obviously, all I care about is that it runs well and that there's no lag or stuttering. 
none of that. So the couple of little texture and rendering things, just the small visual notes are so far the only thing that I've really found to, other than the past NPCs who I all hate, <laughs> other than all of those people, except Avad, other than all those people that I don't give a shit about, everything else Wait, has so been- Wait, so you don't like anybody else except Avad? You don't like Aaron? I actually don't, you don't really like, like Pe- Petra? Petra seems all right. Um, Aaron, it, like, kind of annoyed me in the first game. His the interactions I've had with him so far in this one, I've liked him a lot more. Interesting. So I, kinda, so I would have hated his guts in probably. the first game because I don't even too, like him right like, now. He's kind of it a little bit with the, like the full of like I am bravado. I am all he's that is man. He's such a gimli, and it's right. like, Oh god, you're it, so that's annoying. A perfect description. <laughs> it's a little bit higher, like kicked up a notch in the other one. I'm excited. I'm interested to see how they do it. But I also like yeah. that he's just less like somewhat of a sad little puppy dog with her too. Like he was so sad when you talked to him and he's like, you just left. And she's but, like, but again, that's when I was like, get, get, I don't care. Damn it. Get out of here. <laughs> so him and who's the Varl. So yes. Varl's the first guy that you meet. First of all, he should have kept that beard because eventually in forbidden West, he does shave it off and you're like, Oh God. No, why? Yeah. Oh Jesus. He looks so much worse with it. <laughs> he really should have kept it. But because of his name, Varl, the only thing I can think about every time no, it... he's on screen is Carl. <laughs> it's just Carl. Where are the walkers, Carl? <laughs> That's all I can think about is just the walking dead. Varl. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> so Varl, I honestly don't really like. He's he's okay. Varl, I like more than the others so far. He is all right. Yeah. But I hate that they, again, they keep reintroducing him so that Aloy can just tell him, like, I'm sorry, I have to do this alone. It has happened multiple times Oh, really? Now. And so I'm yeah, like, you are a little bit more ahead then. It keeps happening. So I'm like, just get him out of here. <laughs> if he's not actually coming, get him out of yeah. here. I've got stuff to do. So I'm a little annoyed by parts of the story, mostly as they relate to the previous game, because I just have no emotional stake in that. Right. But the gameplay is really just the shining, the shining that's what diamond was, in the rough. That's what I was about to transition to. Like, so we've so we've hit on these story beats and everything, but how has it been like what? Yeah, especially since you're saying like it's scratching that Breath of the Wild itch for yes. you. How is it like how is this lining up for you? How are you thinking about the gameplay, the combat, the crafting, yeah. all that different stuff? So the crafting, I feel like I still don't fully have the full scope of what I can and should be doing with sure. it. For example, I've been playing, you know, for about 10 hours now. And just because I'm lacking so much of the historical context from the first game, there are things that I'm kind of just now picking up on because the game does sort of explain them in the tutorial. But not not a lot. You do have so, to. I'm I'm still put, like relearning some yeah. parts of it to myself. So if in particular, I'm kind of just now realizing that attacking a creature with your melee weapons is not. It does not do the same effects as specifically aiming to shoot off actual body parts. I will say, bow and arrow for machines. Melee for for yeah, humans. I now realize yeah, that yeah, because yeah. now I'm like, oh, okay, I see the difference now because humans and machines both have like pieces of their body that are armored. Mm-hmm. And when you melee those, they can fall off and they allow you to do more damage. But machines have actual like machine parts that Aloy needs for crafting stuff like horns or a tailpiece or their blaster blaze Or they're cores. like elemental can- Yeah, uh, they're canisters. like canisters. So all of these things that you can physically see on them, obviously I see them, but I, it took me a long time to realize that when you just kill a machine regularly, if you haven't shot off mm-hmm. the body parts that you want, they just die with the machine and you then can't like 
collect those. Right. Have you done the, have you used the focus to like scan a machine? Yes. Okay. So I've been using it the whole time. And you can and see that just, it like shows like the, the yeah. different parts like will be destroyed if killed, will be destroyed. See, I didn't oh, you read didn't see that. that part. I didn't see that until like, later too. That's a new it, addition. I was like, okay. I feel like that's new here? from Zero okay, Dawn. Okay, gotcha. So yes, I have just now realized that, okay, if there's something from a machine that I very much want, like a horn, mm. I have to actively shoot it off first or it will not be around when I kill the machine. Which how hard is that to do when you're fighting oh, like God. five? Five different machines impossible. all at once. It is impossible. It's, it's complex. So, and so, so this game does have a uh, like a what's a concentration. Yes. So when you're using your bow and arrow, you can you have to upgrade it. It's an upgrade, but you can get a hunter skill called concentration, which allows you to aim with your bow, press in the R three button, and it air quotes slows down time a little bit to make it easier for you to. Shoot the monster. You can upgrade that to make you that better. I know. I mean, I, so, so I actually have. I've already now upgraded have, it a few times, hard. but it's still like it's it's uh, it it slows down time a little. It's, 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 not, it's not, not very much. forgiving. It's like not very it really forgiving. isn't. I, the first like big machine you fight in the game, and I was oh, trying to yeah, and trying stick? to like uh, knock that off. Uh, knock off its canisters and everything. Yeah, things on the side I was just of like, space. oh, my, I forgot mm-hmm. how precise you have to be. Like, yeah. you have to lead with the bow. Yeah, you have you to do. like work with the arc of your yep. shot. Like, I mean, typical stuff. Yeah. But like, I, I don't know. I feel like. I don't know. That's a Breath of the Wild thing. I was going to say that's not, I don't know if I remember that Breath of the Wild, but sure enough it, it is. It was, but, yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's just like one of those things. It's the typical thing, but I forget, like it feels even more precise that you have to be even more on target with yep. this one than in even the previous game. I mean, lucky for me, I love, like I'm definitely a bow user. Like when it comes oh, to fights, I prefer long range and I strongly prefer stealth. So even though I tried to be obnoxious in my brief playthrough for Skyrim, <laughs> this is a game where I'm like, no, I'm going for Full stealth. Archer. So I'm totally like in my um, uh, skill tree. I've made the most progress with my hunter skills and my stealth skills. Warrior skills, I've got like the basics, yeah. but not much because I'm like, I ain't fighting people. <laughs> I was Exactly my thought yeah, process too. I'm upgrading my bow and like anything that gives yeah. me concentration, health and different stuff like that yes. to be able to take down monsters because that's or the machines because that's what I'm fighting right yeah. now. Yeah, I'm not fighting people out here. So I also, I know that it's probably going to become more important later down the line, but I have not upgraded my trapping abilities at all. When you start fighting bigger stuff, I will it say becomes you more important. want to use some traps okay. Okay. because I know on the little scrub stuff, like they right now, the basic level, like trip wires and bombs, like they're, they're doing some damage and helping you out. But when you start fighting the big stuff, which, Oh, I'm excited for when you get to do yeah. that, it's going to be, you're going to want as much stuff to slow those bad boys down. as you I can. can imagine. So right now I don't really have a lot other than my bow and my spear and my one little, my slingshot oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that yeah. shoots my little frost bombs. Love those frost bombs. Aren't those great? So helpful. <laughs> Very helpful. <laughs> but I think that's the only projectile bomb I have right now. I don't yeah. have any others yet. So what about the, the like in combat and in the in combat crafting system? How's that? Cause like, you know, right now you could probably only hold like 20 arrows. Maybe? Yeah. Well, I just of your normal arrows, of or my did you norm- just upgrade? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, like, you can carry twenty of those, and obviously, in a fight, you run out of those. Oh yeah. How does that feel? Like being able to like quickly using the radial menu to pull it up, craft new stuff. Like, how does that work? Because I don't remember that level of Instacraft being available in like Breath of the Wild. So, like, how no, does that? No, how no. does that compare? If you so, this is actually something that I 
desperately want them to patch into this game. Yeah. You should be able to collect your arrows. I'm looking at the monster. It I is full of my arrows. I wonder Let if that's me pull an upgradable skill later. I kind of feel like God, it might be so. because I feel like that was something you could do in Zero Dawn. Because I'm so like, because I, I can physically see them. I'm like, I'm the I, one who shot I, you. Let me least, take my arrows back. Yeah, for sure. But at least the, the like normal arrows, you're super easy to craft. Like they if you are, run out of yeah. resources to craft your normal arrows, what are you doing? So this was something <laughs> that I'm definitely getting the hang of it. I really was not... Uh, doing it optimally for a long time because basically as soon as I ran out of arrows while I was fighting anything, mm-hmm. I'd be like, well, melee it is. Better get in there, uh, champ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I would just run out of arrows and then in my frenzied state, I'd just like, oh, whatever, I'll just hit it with my stick. And your sticks does not do a lot unless it it's like stunned yeah. or... I am getting better at melee and I've been doing a lot of the uh, introductory pitmaster oh, challenges nice. because I'm like, I really suck at melee. <laughs> I gotta get better at this. So I'm improving but I definitely feel like um, the in-battle crafting system, it becomes easier over time. It did not feel very intuitive at first, but I get it now. Like, it is actually very fast, and the speed at which you craft can be upgraded. Mm -hmm. So you can kind of make that easier for yourself over time, too. So I don't mind that at all. I actually think it's pretty fun. I like that it does, in because this is something that I feel like is the case with a lot of other RPGs that have these crafting systems. There's all this stuff that you can collect, and then I feel like a lot of the time you just don't need it. Yes. Like, it's just extraneous stuff that you never really need. But then I hold on to it because I but think I might at some point. But then you hold on to it because you're like, I might need this. Yeah. In this game, you need that shit. Oh, you yeah. You need all of that stuff. For a while, I was running past all of the various berries that you can collect that are your, like, field potions, basically, because I was like, well, I've already got a full pouch. I don't need these. Now I routinely run out, and I'm like, <laughs> but it's, what's nice, though, I kind of like it. It's like one of the things I was thinking about, and I can't, I couldn't decide. Is this a like, a, is this cool, or does it is it just too a too complex of a thing? No, in I like the, it. the the stash system. Oh, in how yeah. it, like it works with the inventory because like you can have at your disposal in your pouch you have ten. Yeah, you can have ten uh, like medicinal berries to help you heal. You can eat through those things. But you can have a certain amount of rocks. Exactly. But you can have you can collect more than that. And they just when it goes your stash. So it's one of those things, it's like I can't decide how much because then like with the medicinal berries, it's not with everything, but with medicinal berries at least, you can hold the The, button and it'll automatically restock them even if you're out in the field. But then you can go to your stash in a town and restock on everything. Which I like that system for a couple of reasons. Mainly that again, I'm kind of comparing this to other games that have these sorts of crafting systems. The the ability to stash craftables makes me much more likely to actually explore. Yes. Because I'm like, yeah, there's probably stuff out here that I need, and it doesn't matter that I don't have space for it because it can go directly to my stash. And that it's an automatic transfer, and that it's not automatic. one you have to do yes. yourself. So none of this, I'm carrying too many dragon bones and I can't move, mm-hmm. and there's no weight, obviously. There's no inventory weight, which is a, a godsend. Another nice thing, yes. Yeah. So I, as far as like the quality of life stuff goes with inventory management, I feel like it's very easy. Yeah. So really like all of that. I love how the world is just full of stuff that you can collect if even if you're like I don't know what I might need this for like I just realized I finally found her oh, yeah. I finally found someone that can dye my clothing oh nice I've gotten hints to that too yes. yeah I've like picked up certain uh, flowers or whatever and it's yeah, like oh I should like, take that oh, to yeah. a dyer yeah. the minute that Aloy said that about a plant that I picked up I was like <gasps> okay that was one of the things though I was going to bring up that I have really loved about this too is how much 
there are hints to what you're supposed to do just in, in Aloy's, in voice, Aloy's lines. Vo- voice lines. Yeah. For example, I was going out to do one of the side quests from Chainscrape, and I left the city just running off on my own two feet, and Aloy says, I might want to override a charger so I can get around faster. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. oh, duh. I was in the mindset from uh, Zero Dawn that you had to learn that skill, and because you, you couldn't Aloy do that at the beginning. She already it. knows it. And I was right. like, oh, duh, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. And so I was like, oh, thanks for the reminder, Aloy. Yep. And then I got a charger, and I'm going on my merry way. She'll also do that when you like scan a creature, even if it's not a new time. But if you scan something, she might mumble under her breath like, oh, I should hit that thing with acid arrows. And then you're like, yeah. oh, thank you. I needed the reminder. I know. Now Be- I don't have to necessarily read yeah. this whole like tab of information. You can. So if you go to your, uh, basically your menu screen, and if you scroll over to your notebook it calls it the notebook you can look more in depth into what different creatures and people you encounter are about and with the machines you can get a better understanding of what they're weak to what they're resistant to and maybe what kind of damage they deal Mm -hmm. uh quick aside the is this a burrower this one is actually a watcher this is okay Okay. so everybody watching this is actually the statue from uh, zero dawn collector's edition i did not sadly get the one for uh Forbidden West because I was like I don't need I don't have room for it yeah. even though it's so cool and you I need another house I do right <laughs> I need another house just to store more of my collectibles uh, but no this is actually a watcher so the bur- it's like the scrub level the burrower gotcha. of uh, Forbidden West so burrowers are the cutest little creatures I've ever seen in my life and I don't want to kill them. But you have They're to. just cute little ferrets and the way that they just kind of like <laughs> pit pat walk around when you're not bothering them. And then them, stand just, up and look they're, around. They're just like, oh, what's going on? They are so cute. I hate all of the other machines, but I love the burrowers and there's this one, it, it was just part of a side quest mm-hmm. and it wasn't even part of the side quest. There was this one little watery cove that you could dive down into. It wasn't even like on the map. It was oh, okay. so inconsequential. There's this one little cove that you can dive into and there's a couple of stashes down there that you can get stuff out of. And for whatever reason, in that cove, there is precisely one burrower just kind of swimming around in the water. Oh, like, I haven't seen one swimming. He's just having a good time. And I was like, he's so cute. I love him. <laughs> <laughs> so I just like watched him for a long time and I'd like go around rocks to like not bother him, but just watch him swim around. And I was like, cause he looked like an otter. Yeah. He was just being a cute little robot otter. And I was like, this is the best. I love everything about this. I'm excited for you to get to see more of the machine design. Cause they're really cool. I think that that, Cove is actually really close to Barren Light. Oh, okay. So, so I have to go you, try to find it. Yeah. If you leave Barren Light to the south, like the initial exit, and hook a hard east, mm-hmm. you should run into the side quest that you kind of find that burrower on, which also led to my favorite NPC that is of no consequence so far. He's just one of the guards from the Karja, and he was like on watch or whatever, and a man fell down a cliff and died. So he, the guard is like trying to haul his body away. Oh no. But you can talk to the guard, and he's like, fucking had to happen on my ship like he's so <laughs> salty about it and then you can hear a woman screaming up the cliff because she this guy clearly wasn't alone and somebody yeah. else is in danger up top and oh, Aloy's no. like are you gonna go she literally says like are you are you gonna go help her and he's like no she go, she got up there of her own accord I'm not gonna go help her she can get down and then Aloy presses the issue she's like are, are you really not gonna go help her yeah and he just looks at Aloy like pausing his dragging this corpse he's like you really are 
no thank you <laughs> and he's so <laughs> sassy and then when you get back down the cliff from saving the woman that was yeah. up there you can talk to him again and he just he like says a very normal line and Aloy, Aloy's like oh so have you decided to be cordial now and he's like no I was just making small talk get out of here <laughs> he's my favorite NBC oh, you gotta great. go find I'll him have he's find the him. best that's great. <laughs> so anyways the game's also chock full of humor in the margins if you can find it yeah. and it's very very funny uh, I think his name is like Mel Mevly Melev. Okay, I'll see if I can find him. Mechleave. It starts with an M and has a lot of E's in it. All right, I'll see if I can find him out. Yeah, he's the best. Where was I going with that? Other than to say that burrowers are really cute. I don't know. Excuse you. Phone calls trying to. Yeah, so the burrows are really cute. I am getting much better at machine combat. I have gotten to the point where I've been able to mount the the basic chargers so far. Don't love it. The writing? Don't love the writing, mainly because I am accustomed to Breath of the Wild rules, which is if you get on a mount and then you put that mount on what is clearly a defined road, it will drive itself. Ah. These do not do that. See, I hate the horseback riding in Breath of the Wild. Oh, I hate the mount riding in Aloy's adventure goes west so it far. Took me a, it took me a moment, I will say, to uh, get to get used to the fact that it's not a hold. It's, a pre- it's like three-stage press of the X button. Yeah. It's like... X, go a little faster, a little bit faster. X, now you run full speed. That I'm fine with. But even when you're running at full speed, I feel like you are not going very fast. Oh, really? I felt like it was going pretty good. No, I was like, I'm pretty sure I can run faster than this. (laughs) So I have barely used the mounts because they're clunky. I don't like how they steer. They will help you fight, though. I know. Which I actually like use that to great effect earlier. Oh, okay. I like ran into it. I was like helping some people who were getting ambushed by like four or five burrowers and a couple other things. Oh. And I just ran in there on my charger and just like wrecked shop oh, with its okay. charger. So, I mean, it, it can have benefits. I did upgrade a few skills on the mounted charge or the, the mount tree, um, but it is definitely not my favorite aspect of the yeah. game that's one and like the trapping that i feel like i'm only going to use when i have to and everything else again largely because i'm enjoying the exploration so much i just want to do it on foot oh yeah just let me wander around and do shit and i'll come back to the story later and then maybe if i need to because you also have fast travel mm-hmm. which is just another nice quality of life thing you can fast travel between uh fires and camps that you've set up so i just like the mounts i'm having trouble seeing the value in them sure. because you have so many other options right and and two it's like it's it is one of those things like i've enjoyed running around on foot doing my own thing i have enjoyed just like slowly riding a charger through the country through the countryside and seeing what's up um but yeah it's just it's that's what i like about it is that there is just so there's so many options to do everything and it doesn't ever get boring like the side quests have been great uh the the, i am having a great time trying to look for collectibles and just doing all the various things that are in these places like i other games like perfect example far cry 6 i like a a game that you can do a lot of derping around in that one too but i just kind of hit the point and i was like i'm i'm going straight through the story and I'm not stopping along the way. Some of the because the side quests are boring and they don't or the, get you or that just much. inconsequential or yeah. it's just like take that checkpoint. Yeah, this one is is a lot more like there's there's you meet interesting characters and interesting storylines on these quests. You go and like even in these small little entry ones. In fact, one of those the quick little quests. 
that you get at Chain Scrape was has been one of my favorite interactions so far. Which one? Uh, with the sh- with the cook, Milhuff. Yo, my other husbando. He's my retirement husbando. <laughs> <laughs> After if Avad dies an early death, Aloy's gonna go marry Milduff and be and be just like a pub lass. So did you do his quest? <laughs> yes. And okay. He's so nice. His little interaction and and like how he you know does things, but I loved his cooking sequence and yeah. that's when I was like oh my god it's like it's like from Monster Hunter he's the mouse killer chef he's the mouse killer chef I had the exact same thought I was like this is the best but they I love how he's like played Monster Hunter and they were like oh yeah this is a, everybody likes this we need to put some of this in our game but I love just his character too and how he you know it's like there's this one guy who's like the town bully everybody doesn't oh, like him god. and this guy who's like he's just like I already got my revenge I made him soup and I put three pinches of salt instead of two <laughs> and, and he, yeah because he, he's like I put three pinches of salt and there's this pause and Aloy's like okay. oh that's it that's what you did oh and then okay he's like it only got he was so fun that was such a good side quest it. and so like there's just all these great moments and it just is ridiculously creating such a a great world to you that oh, you it's want very to explore immersive. yeah it's an incredibly immersive game and in terms of like the so something that adds a lot of value is when you have a lot of variety in the types of places that you're going and the types of people you're interacting with because I think Far Cry is probably a good example. There's not a ton of variety no. in like the the types of NPCs that you can no, ar- no, no. interact with. At least on a visual level, like I've gotten to a couple of different settlements right now and I just got to one that is wildly different than the other ones and their city air quotes fucking rules. Well, but then also just the changes of uh, geography from yeah. Meridian oh, to yeah. even Chainscrape. It's incredible. It's it's beautiful and incredible and it's such a beautiful world that it really does just you just want to hang out in it oh, yeah. for a long that's ass what, time. That's why I wound up like platinuming the first one other than just the fact that it was a great game. I was like, I don't want to leave. I'm not love. Never leave. <laughs> and that I can already tell like within the first couple hours of this one, I was already like same. I yep, don't want to leave. Yeah. Like everything about it just feels so good. Everything about it feels so great. And so I just, I really can't wait to get into the rest also, of the story. Obviously but also, I also don't want it to end. Maximizes <laughs> and makes incredibly good use of the photo, photo mode. mode. Oh my God. Yeah. That's another reason I have only gotten so far. I've taken so many pictures. Oh yeah. I keep having to pause for photo shoots. Yeah. I'm busy. I'm, I'm doing stuff. It's a very well done. Every time Aloy's like for the gram. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. You can do the, the poses and the faces. I love it. It's so great. So I was shocked that the photo mode is so in depth because you can even, you can turn off the like presets and you can turn on the, what's it called? Like the distance between. Oh um, yeah. The, the focal length. The focal length. Mm-hmm. You can change the aperture. You can change the, uh, Lens type even? Yeah, the lens type. There are so many different options that you can mess with. There are obviously built-in filters. There's You can just sort of reposition the camera however you want to when you enter photo mode. And get ridiculous close-ups too. You can get ridiculous close-ups. I put a close-up of Aloy's eye like as close as you could get in our Discord. And it's ridiculous. And something else, which I really wish Kana had actually had this option, you can turn player character off. Yes. So if you just want a really nice like landscape, which is what I'm all about, Mm -hmm. you can basically just make Aloy not be there. Yeah. And it's like, thank God. Like as pretty as she is, I'm trying to get a sweet mountain starry night sky and she's messing with the vibe. Mm -hmm. So if our listeners want team chat, that wallpaper packs let us know and we'll put something together for you. <laughs> it's our, at, our best shots from it's Horizon. at the five dollar tier on Patreon. <laughs> 
<laughs> but yeah, the photo mode is incredibly in-depth and I'm really, really enjoying it along with all of the many other things about the game that I'm enjoying, except for all the people from the first game. Sure. Except but you're going to meet so many new he's people. The best. Yes, they're going to meet so you know, many new people. It's all going to be good. Like all of them. Man, it's a... I, you have no idea, Mogan, the joy and jubilation that I felt when your message came through that you were like, so I think I'm going to get it. And I was like... <laughs> Yes! <laughs> I was so excited because I just knew, especially after I started playing it and I got those those uh, hints of, of since I'd played the games of Monster Hunter and Breath of the Wild before it, and I was just like, oh my god, I have... I, I kind of knew, I was like, oh man, I messed up. She should have played this game I a long time ago. It, yeah. So no, the fact that you like picked it up on your own and I didn't have to force you, oh, I was just so happy. So interestingly enough, as much as I'm enjoying Forbidden West, I have had this thought multiple times of like, think i'll go back and play zero dawn oh, and i not for any particular it. reason i just feel like forbidden west is already fulfilling the requirements well it's so already it's filling, like, fulfilling why the requirements would i want to go back and play the other game totally yeah it's it's definitely fulfilling the requirements i understand that because i get that it's fulfilling the requirements for you and for me but it's also already exceeding what i had had so yeah. i totally understand how you're going to go back now and be like I like it, but it's missing X, Y, Z, blah, blah, blah. I can also, I can just already tell that I would be frustrated with parts of the story from the first game because I understand that Aloy was raised as like an outcast Mm -hmm. and other people are like, oh, you're weird or whatever. That would have annoyed me. Like the whole Aloy being standoffish thing and other people being like trying to interact with her or hating her. I would have just been really annoyed by all of that and been like, just do what Link does. Don't talk to anyone. Just lean in. Lean into being a hermit. You don't need people the other thing i know you've told me about this before for sure mm-hmm. but i think i forgot that from the first game silence yes he's like your mentor right he's like yeah yeah yeah. he, he teaches he, he he well he's you meet him later in the game like i want to say like halfway oh, through your actual okay. mentor who i am sad that you won't get to meet because he's only in the first game is like aloy's father figure Ross, oh, such a good character. I got them confused. No, Silence okay. you do see in the opening cinematic of Forbidden West. Yes. Uh, what's, why am I going blank on his name? The only uh, reason that I bring this up is because it's Fringe Man. Yeah, Lance. It's the head of the Fringe why Department. Am I, Reddick? Lance Armstrong. Reddick. No, <laughs> not that one bald cheater. It's <laughs> they are both bald, though, so that could be well, the no, same man. Sorry, one dad hyphen bald. He only got the one testy. That's oh. what I was going for. <laughs> <laughs> got him I didn't yes. realize yes that sounds like it said one bald man that's hilarious uh, it is Lance, Lance Reddick Reddick that's and okay I know him from he's the head of the fringe science department from cult sci-fi classic fringe he's also the maitre d' in uh, John Wick movies he concierge. is concierge concierge the, when we were at the gym the other day, me and my friend, they were playing John Wick. Nice. For some reason. Get amped what, while you're working out. Yeah, we were like, what is going <laughs> on here? Because it was like so bloody. And I was like, they. it was on the TV labeled HGTV. <laughs> like it had a little sign under it, but it was just this John This isn't Fixer Upper. I was like, I usually watch, what, what's it called? Oh, but the Property Brothers. Yeah. I was like, this is Property <laughs> Brothers. I, I knew so little about the John Wick movies. Didn't know that John Reddick was in it. Didn't know Willem Dafoe was in it. So I was like, I got to fucking watch this movie. They're, when I get they're home. great. They're great movies. Anyways, that's neither here nor there. My point is, if I had known Fringe Man was in it, I would have been like, oh, I know yeah, I purchase. told you that because I knew no, I was excited I about it when I talked about it in Forbidden West. You Zero def- Dawn. You Damn it, I still can't get them together. It. Yeah, if we go back and check the receipts i'll know that you probably told me and i was probably like no shit fuck yeah that's awesome (laughs) and then it immediately fell out of my brain so 
yeah, very excited to see Fringe Man in anything. He's one of my favorite actors. He's great. He's so underrated. He should be in all movies. He should. Period. But you know what everybody else should be doing? Just like how he should be in all movies. Well, everybody should be playing Horizon Forbidden West because, good God, it's amazing. Honestly, I agree. Uh, so it is also um, very... not. I hesitate to say very accessible for a specific reason. Oh, I meant to bring this up too. Yes, but so as far as the accessibility from a difficulty standpoint goes, from the get-go, it has a story mode, an easy mode, normal, hard, and I think very hard to start with. I'm playing on very hard. Awesome. I'm wanting to punish myself, but I'm playing I want to make it last. playing on normal mode. <laughs> so I like that they have both an easy mode and a story mode. Yeah. I like that there are both for the people that are just there for stuff like the exploration. Mm -hmm. They maybe don't even want to fight that much. I totally get it. So I like that there are so many options for for difficulty. However, one of our one of our listeners, longtime listener Snooty Boots, he noted in the Discord, and he is colorblind, that there's no colorblind setting. Which I was talking about him. I was playing some Apex with him last night. I was like, dude, I don't get it. Like that's dumb. I don't get it either. So on my other, we were both like, that's like the base level that, one. <laughs> that's the thing. Is like some. I, I think people maybe don't understand. If you're not affected by it, you probably have never noticed. But so many games have colorblind settings. Mm -hmm. Splatoon, the first one, had colorblind settings. Because yeah. in one of my other uh, servers, somebody was like, oh yeah, well I, I, they maybe they don't have it because the game is like, you know, so vibrant and colorful. And I'm like, that's the point. That's the point. It that's needs to have point, one for that, that reason. Because people can't see those colors, they need the colorblind settings to make it a more enjoyable experience mm -hmm. for them. So I hate that that's not a feature. I don't understand why it's I not. Either. It, makes it no really sense. is. That's like a base minimum I've seen, standard. I've seen. I've seen them. Um, I've seen people on Twitter sharing that they're excited to see that they have the option to turn off tinnitus sounds oh. in the audio, and they're like, "So cool!" And I'm like, "That is cool." I need to turn that on. I but, didn't know that either. Yeah, but yeah, I'm like, yes. but. Why no colorblind? Yeah, why would they have tinnitus sounds, which I've never heard of in another game before, and then not, and then not have a colorblind We're mode? <laughs> so I mean, like I said, it's not something that affects me personally, but I know people that it does affect. Yeah. so it and sucks that that's not. Should a be able setting. to play it. Yeah, yeah. So. I mean, obviously, it's still playable, but it's not. Optimized. It's not too. Yes, yeah, it's not yeah. optimized. Not the experience that everyone else is getting. So. so that is one of the few other cons that I can lodge against Forbidden West at this time. Right. And of course, these are only our first impressions, which obviously we've had a lot of them. But uh, we're going to wrap up once we finally, whoever knows how long it is, it gets to the game. We're going to have to just like, we'll either have to do like installment updates. That's or not a bad idea. Not a bad idea. Yeah. Uh, and then since we're both playing it and I'm assuming going to be sticking with it for the long haul. Oh yeah. Uh, and then maybe we can do like our full review once we finally at least finish the story. Cause yeah, then at yeah. po that point we're just platinum in it. We're yeah. going for those trophies, but uh, yeah, but this has been our first impressions of it. Let us know what you think by sending us an email at teamchatpodcast@gmail.com. You know, writing us or, or let, writing us a note on our discord, commenting all the great stuff. Let us know. Cause we'd love to hear your thoughts on it as well. But before we go though, we do have to do our moment with Mogan and find out what games are coming out soon oh, in the upcoming days. Oh, We've already been talking so much about Horizon Forbidden West. Don't worry. We're not going to load you down with a lot of news stories. But hey, in case you're like, you know what? I'm not at my computer right now. I'm not where I can get to the Google. And the I want to know what I can Google buy this machine. week other than Elden Ring. Mogan, oh, what can they yeah. get? <laughs> so actually, believe it or not, this whole month is just jam-packed with games. ridiculous how it's, many games. It's unfortunate, actually. Oh, because on top of all this, and we already know Elden Ring, and you know Horizon Forbidden West came out, and then what was the other big? Oh, Sifu, oh, early yeah. this week. Then uh, the fools over at CD Projekt Red decided to finally drop the PS5, Xbox Series X versions 
of Cyberpunk 2077 last week. What a couple of dumbasses. <laughs> like, like it's you, so what, stupid. Why did you do it this at this time? <laughs> what a so bunch I'm of So I'm like, fools. cool, I've got that now to finally look forward to and be able to play, yeah. but that's a couple months down the road. It sure is. But anyway, so, what's new and coming out soon? Out as of this week, in addition to Horizon Forbidden West, Destiny 2 The Witch Queen. I know at least one person that is really jazzed about this, so that is out for PS5, Xbox Series XNS, PS4, and Xbox One, and Stadia, and hmm. PC, obviously. Soul Cresta is out for PS4, Switch, and PC. Edge of Eternity is out for Switch. Martha is dead. Oh no, poor Martha. about Martha Stewart. Oh, Snoop Dogg is going to be so sad. They're best friends. Uh, is out for PS5, Xbox Series X, S, PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Never Alone. Wow. Never Alone is getting a Switch port, which oh. seems really late. That game is like eight years old. Yeah, that is an old one at this point. Whatever. That's out for the Switch as of this week as well. Oh, Atelier Sophie 2, The Alchemist of the Mysterious Dream. Uh, the Atelier games are actually very popular. Uh, is out for PS4, Switch, and PC. Elden Ring. There it is. Comes out at the end of this week for PS5, Xbox Series XNS, PS4, Xbox One, and PC. So what is that? That's the Friday? That's so That's Friday. the 25th? Yeah. 25th. Boom. So as much as I do want to play Elden Ring, mostly because they claim it's maybe easier than the other Soulsborns. But yes. you're already looking at that and you're, not, and you're like, I've already had that flavor of the day. <laughs> It's time to taste something new. I, like, I probably won't be able to pick up Elden Ring for at least a couple of months because I really do anticipate minimum 60 to 75 hours oh, in that Horizon. Makes me happy. That makes so, me happy. There's no chance. There's no chance that I'm going to get to Elden Ring for a good long time yet. Yeah. Uh, and then closing out the end of the month, which poor guy up against these Titans, Grid Legends. Who knows what that is? I don't know what that is. That's out for PS5. F's in the chat. F's in the chat for Grid Legends. <laughs> for PS5, Xbox Series X, PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Also, at the, also on the 25th. And that's closing out the month of February. Truly a bomb. Sifu, Just Horizon Forbidden West, and Elden Ring all in one month. I don't know how... How the gaming industry has got to talk to each other more. <laughs> they need to space these out. Uh, for real, they Where do. Where was Horizon in January? Fucking nothing came out in January. <laughs> Jesus, save it all for the end of oh, February. Man. They're ma- they're mad lads out there. I know. They're, they're just they're going crazy. crazy. Anyways, uh, Fievel goes west. Rules. You should play it. Go play it. What a fun it's game. Fantastic. Yeah, fantastic. Go, go, go spend some hours. And if we you're will be too. if you're not sure about the first. Oh, also, I guess I should have made this clear. You don't have to have played the first game. Oh no, they you they abs- set it up. Yeah, you they- absolutely do not need to have played the first game. Just go straight into this one blind you'll be like i hate all these annoying people from the first game give me to the new people give me to the new people <laughs> Let's go. and then you can just jump right in and have a grand old time awesome 10 well, out of 10 you know what we're gonna do we're gonna go and yeah. keep having a grand old time I back in go Horizon. home and play Horizon. <laughs> like, I have a day off. I have a this day is enough. Off. No more of this bullshit recording, Jared. We gotta I, go. I have to go flatten my butt back out. <laughs> it got popped back out it too popped, much. It reinflated. <laughs> I gotta go flatten it again. <laughs> All right, oh everybody. Boy. We'll go play Horizon Forbidden West because we will be too, and we'll see you out there in the Forbidden West. But until next time, everybody, have a great week, and we'll see you for our next episode.